Today in the show, strategy plus action equals transforming your life and business with podcasting. Great coaches and consultants like you have the ability to change people's lives and transform entire organizations. And your impact can often go far beyond the clients you work with. One of the reasons I love working with coaches and consultants is because of that ripple effect. This show is here to highlight your expertise and empower you with resources and new ideas to grow your business. Welcome to Strategy in Action. Dr. Jurgen Strauss is on the show today, and we had a blast talking all things podcasting. Uh, and if you've listened to me ramble on about it uh, for any length of time, you know that I really focus on using it to build your business, growing, you know, your client base and, you know, inviting on your ideal clients as guests so that there's a, there's a real business reason right away for having this show and everything that it can be used for in that capacity. And what I really wanted to dig into today on that topic of transforming, honestly, you know, your life, your business, everything with podcasting are those other ancillary reasons uh, for doing this. And there are so many. Um, and, and I really talk about, you know, the, the life transformation of it because of the amazing people you get to meet, you know, and, and even if you only used it as a networking tool, it, it's, it's a phenomenal platform, right? Um, the amount of dear, wonderful friends in my life <laughs> because I've had a show in the past or one that I'm working on now, it, it's just amazing to me. So I really wanted to dig in with Jurgen about that topic and all the different ways podcasting can benefit uh, your life and business, of course. And then what he's doing to expand upon this, um, this show that he's got Innova Buzz and, you know, his 500 plus episodes, uh, just phenomenal uh, of this great show and how that's evolving into a, a real community aspect. And he's being very purposeful with that fantastic topic. Jurgen is wonderful. Uh, I'm excited to bring all his knowledge to you. Let's jump in. Dr. Jurgen Strauss, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jason. It's a privilege to be here with you on the Strategy Plus Action podcast and yes, video indeed. show. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we, we, we got connected. And uh, I think it was Chris Michelle who uh, connected That's right, us. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so so glad he did, and uh, we'll we'll give him a shout out. We'll give Maxine from Pick My Brain a shout out because um, it was through her through her platform and we got connected and all that as well. Yes, that's right. Pick My Brain is a great place to connect with people from all around the world and have conversations, learn new things. As is um, as is the LinkedIn, of course, if you use it properly. But Pick My Brain is designed specifically for that, and and that's. I think that's where I met Chris first as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a I'm a big pro proponent. Just just learned about it and uh, dug in, and I think we're we're the you know perfect proof that that that, that happens, right? Uh, we got that's connected right. yeah. there and had a great conversation. I got to learn about your podcast, the Nova Buzz, and uh, excited to to dig in even more there. And so you know, after that conversation. Obviously, you're the perfect person to to have this discussion with. You know, transforming your business, your life through podcasting. 
you've certainly done that and just built this great show. 500 plus yep, something I've, episodes? We're editing episode, we're publishing episode 556 this week as we record this. Wow, that's fantastic. And just mm-hmm. amazing quality, awesome guests and conversations. And uh, I, I just love it. And looking on there and, and, you know, as we dug in and talked about how much we love this medium and why it's so important, um, it really prompted me to have this conversation with you because, you know, I certainly talk to people about, you know, building their business by, mm. you know, using this as, as a bit of a sales tool and platform and everything to, to reach your ideal client. But the benefits go so far beyond mm. that. And that's what I really wanted to dig into today and, and everything that you're using it for and how you're helping your clients and all of that. Um, but I'd love to get a little bit of, you know, foundation here so we we know you a little bit as well and um you know going back to before you even started this show what led to it yeah well i I had a 27 year corporate career in the chemical industry um various ones my first experience was with acfa the film manufacturer and i had an experience there i i joined that company and was doing some amazing research work and i thought i'd died and gone to heaven because as a hobby photographer, ever since I can remember, ever since a very young child, um, I thought I'd landed the perfect job and it was challenging from the chemical perspective, my studies, it was um, fulfilling my need for (laughs) photography in so many different ways. Unfortunately, my timing coincided with the birth of consumer digital photography. And I saw the writing on the wall very early that this was going to transform the film photography landscape and and that whole business model. Unfortunately, at ACFA, they didn't um, see that. They they said, we just need to keep making better film. And so that kind of shaped my whole view of innovation. and, And I started taking a real active interest in how do you stay abreast of the innovations and the, and the disruptive um, things that are happening to your own business. How do you innovate inside of that business with the risk of cannibalizing existing business, but then try to, um, you know, try to balance those two things? And that kind of shaped my philosophy to business all around. So anyway, long story short, 27 years in the corporate world, after the uh, 25th year, I think it was, I started to realize that I'm no longer enjoying this. And it took me two years to get out, to start my own business, which I did then because I decided at that stage, kids were growing up, they were self-sufficient, that I could take some more risk financially and... I'd start my own thing and live life on my terms. And initially started off with the idea of strategy consulting, consulting in marketing, which were some of the areas that I'd been involved in. And early on in that journey, a mentor of mine suggested that I start a podcast as a branding and positioning exercise. And I'd been listening to podcasts. I'd been listening to audio books since the early 90s, uh, just as as my own way of additional personal development. And then when podcasts came about, I thought, how cool is this? And I was listening to those, never thinking that 
it's something that I would do because I had this vision that it's somebody based in a radio studio with all this expensive equipment and set up and, and so on. When this mentor suggested it to me, I said, well, I don't know where to start. Now, his background was in video production and he had a small studio, but he said, come into the studio, I'll show you exactly what you, the minimum setup you need. And he did that, showed me, you know, suggested a couple of good microphones to buy, um, some editing software and a, a video camera. And I thought, I, I can do that at home. You know, for a few hundred dollars, I set up a little home studio, um, did some things around the, the room as well in order to dampen the sound, get the sound quality, the recording quality as good as I could do it. And then I thought, okay, now what's what's my strategy? And that's where I came back to this philosophy of innovation and where InnovaBuzz was born and, and the business name was InnovaBiz. So it was kind of a natural thing, the buzz around InnovaBiz, right, innovation. And reached out to guests, uh, people that I'd met in my corporate world because I had an international career. So I had connections right across the world with people at very senior levels in companies doing some amazing things. So I thought, well, let's get some of those people on the show to start with. They immediately started to introduce me to others that I hadn't met yet. They said, hey, I, um, for example, one, one of my very early guests is a good friend of mine. He's uh, the uh, managing director of the largest paint company in the Philippines. He said, I've just been to this course at INSEAD in France. And there's some amazing people I met there. I'll introduce you. And these were people that were um, up-and-comers that were in the training. So INSEAD is a, a, it's kind of like the European version of the um, Harvard Business School. And so I got to meet all these amazing people, bring them on the show, start to talk to them. And immediately I realized as an introvert who struggled to build a network locally because I'd go to these networking events and I'd kind of stand in the corner and wait for somebody to talk to me. I thought, this is an amazing way to meet new people. Uh, and I feel quite comfortable getting on camera and just having a conversation with people in a natural manner as if you'd have a conversation with them at a party, for example. So that, that was the genesis of the podcast. And as time went on, I started to think, okay, I need to get more strategic about this and make it more than just a branding and positioning exercise. I need to leverage these relationships I'm having, uh, I'm building, and I need to continue to have conversations with these people. So how can I do that? So I started running events for my podcast guests to come on these events. And we had sort of group conversations just to facilitate introductions and put people together. And out of those, uh, some amazing things happened. A lot of the guests at that point were also podcasters. So that opened up opportunities for people to be on other podcasts through those introductions. But it also led to people who hit it off on those conversations, actually starting off some joint venture initiatives and even doing business with one another. There were some quite large business deals that came about with that. And so I thought, okay, this is this is really good. Now, how can I get this happening without people having to wait for me to run an event, which I was kind of doing on a monthly basis. And it was um, starting to get 
I felt it was starting to get a little stale at that regular monthly basis. So I'd drop out a month and think about what else can I do to refresh this and come back the second month. And I thought, but every time I do it, there's so many amazing things happen. How can I get this kind of happening without me? And, and the events are just icing on the cake. So I started building a community platform where I bring my podcast guests in and they can have conversations there. I, I say it's like a Facebook group, but without, it's not on Facebook. It doesn't have the Facebook noise. So you go there for one specific purpose for engaging with that community. It's called the Flywheel Nation. And uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. I love that. I, what was, what, what form was, were those first events? Just like, like a Zoom call, essentially? Yeah, it was a Zoom call. It kind of started with uh, in the early days of the pandemic. And I thought, well, people are longing for connection and, and large parts of the world are locked down. We, we had situations where we were not allowed to leave uh, a five-kilometer circumference around the house, for example. So, so and, and we were only allowed out to exercise for an hour a day and, it, and then only with somebody from the same household. So those kind of restrictions were all around the world in, in various forms and people couldn't get out into networking events or they couldn't get out into shared workspaces and meet other people. And I thought, well, people still want to meet and people still want to have conversations. So I thought I'll do something on Zoom. And I participated in, in an event that I modeled off. I thought, this is really cool. And I modeled off that and brought in some of my own ideas into that. And it, it essentially, I called it a party. So that my first one was when I'd reached 200 episodes of the podcast. And I said, this is a party to celebrate the 200 episodes. But the way we did it, I mean, it was sort of a party atmosphere and everything and a virtual party. Everybody got on board with the idea of the virtual party because of the pandemic. It wasn't something that, hmm, what's why a virtual party? Why not have something real? Um, everybody got on board with that. And I sort of had music running throughout. But what I did was sent people into breakout rooms to have a conversation around a particular topic or a particular question. And I'd started off and asked the question. And it was a question, they were questions that led to, if people were prepared to be vulnerable, led to some really deep conversations. And I would start it off by asking the question and then giving my own answer in a way that opened me up and made me vulnerable and essentially gave permission to everybody else to kind of be as open as that if they wanted to. And that was quite moving, that that very first event. And I thought, wow, this is this is something that has really got legs and we can get this going. So that that was the birth of that first event. How did you first kind of tie it into business? Like, and, and what exactly were you were you doing with Innova Biz at the time, like when you first started the show? Yeah, I my business was primarily focused on marketing strategy for businesses. So we would consult with them to determine who who were their ideal clients, who were they trying to reach. How are they getting their message in front of them? Um, were they were they doing it in a way that began a conversation, or was it kind of a push? You know, here's my stuff, please buy it, 
kind of thing. So our our strategy was more around let's find the ideal client, let's define them, let's find where they hang out, let's begin conversations with them and you begin conversations by adding some value in some form and then natural conversations follow from that and at some point those conversations will naturally lead on to how can I help you and and then a sales conversation. So that that was the process we were following and the, and the service we were offering people. One part of that was producing content in its various forms and of course there was a natural overlap there all podcasting's content. So we started um, setting up podcasts for a couple of our clients that we had been working with and they liked what we did with our podcast and we said, well, that's a natural fit. So we um, did that. And in in that process, I started to, I mean, I was already falling in love with podcasting through my own podcast, but I thought this is actually cool to do it for other people as well and helping them so we took the strategy part into the podcasting, building the strategy around why you're podcasting, how's it going to integrate into your business, how you're going to get value from it, how you're going to turn podcast episodes into fans, into followers, and ultimately some clients from that. So all of those strategic things we started working on and the focus narrowed more and more on podcasting. And as we did that, we also kind of fine-tuned the strategy of our own podcast in terms of addressing topics and bringing guests on that could serve our dream customer rather than in the very early days it was like, oh, this would be a cool person to talk to. Uh, uh, Here's another guest. Great. We've got another guest. We keep building up episodes. So now we're in a position of being much, much more selective about guests that come on and we get lots of pitches as well. So through the various platforms and even even cold through email, we get people reaching out to us saying we want to be on on your show. And a lot of those pitches are really, some are totally irrelevant to the show topic and it tells me that they haven't even listened. They've just found it somewhere on a search. We're being very selective in in the strategy that we want to promote and the the topics that we want to cover and the things that we want to present to our audience, that that's not a good fit. Yeah, it's it's amazing the very small percentage of people who get the pitch right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, balancing the um, not just being all about them, you know, balancing the fit, right? Um, because I'm I'm an introspective guy. I can take, you know, the criticism too of just mm. like if it's a complete mismatch, you know, I I first kind of go, okay, am I not clear with my like where my show description is or what you know like let me make sure I got I've got those things buttoned up, yeah. you know, uh, and then there's just some people who are just like, yeah, but you know, it's a PR agency or it's somebody else yeah, and they're yeah. just a lot of those are yeah, yeah, you know, and like. Yeah. Okay, you know, can't blame them for trying. You know, <laughs> I, I've crafted a really nice canned response. Now, I'm I'm not a fan of using canned responses. Please don't use canned responses. But if you do, here's how you do it. So I uh, send a templated email to every pitch I get, and it goes something like this: Thank you for your interest in being a guest on the Nova Buzz podcast. Because of the high demand. Um, and the high interest in 
people coming on the show, we're being much more selective in the topics we cover. And it's important to me that the guests come on and add value to my audience. Watch this video to learn more. And there's a video there of me. It's about a three-minute video explaining what I'm looking for in a guest, explaining the topics we cover, explaining how I want the guest to show up, what I'd like the guest to do, such as listen to a couple of episodes first. Um, and then I go on to describe, so that's the video. And then in the text, I go on to describe, here's the process we're going to follow. First step is we need some information from you to help us um, craft an episode content, but also to decide whether you're a fit for the show. And here's the link to the form to complete. As soon as you complete that form, you will get an invitation to a 15-minute conversation with me. And then we have that 15-minute conversation. And in that conversation, we can jointly decide whether we get on with one another, um, whether I can decide, is that person a really good fit? I can also um, understand things like, for example, I've had people come on who they were really good fit. They were their background was a good fit. I was really interested in what they had to offer. When they came on that 15-minute conversation, it was really hard to get them to talk. So during that 15-minute conversation, I have to understand what's my strategy. If either I have to say, no, this is going to be too difficult, or I can say, I'm really interested in the stuff you have to offer and the value you have to offer and your expertise, I need to figure out how can I get you to join in this conversation more? And so that that gives me a lot of information going into the podcast itself beyond just then researching that person's LinkedIn profile and their website and so on. So when we do get on the show, we're kind of old friends and we're just having a conversation. I love that. I love that direct response too because I imagine that it's probably only a, you know, a certain probably small percentage of folks who get through all of that, right? Yeah, that yeah. 15 that's right. Goal. <laughs> it is a filter. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I appreciate those canned responses in, in the, in that capacity, right? You know, it's really, it's important, especially that filter process and, uh, you know, just, and I love that you have that, that 15 minute call beforehand too, to just say like, Hey, I'm willing to give this time, this extra time beyond mm. it, just to make sure it's, it's going to be valuable for, for both of us, you know? Yeah, um, I love that, and and so I, I I imagine you know in those early days too it that it is both you know it's both of like oh man I would just I'd love to talk to that person and you know and then you start to layer in hey let's get intentional with mm -hmm. folks who are potential clients and all of that but I think having both of those things going all of the time I tell people all the time I mean I my you know, primary reason I tell people to go and start a show is certainly build your business, have your ideal clients on, have strategic partners on. But then, you know, I adhere to that about half the time, you know, because <laughs> hmm. the other half is, you know, I meet somebody in a, just a networking conversation yeah. or come across somebody on LinkedIn of like, oh my goodness, I would love to talk to that person. I'm going to have them on the show, you know? Yeah. And, and that's totally great because you know what? It's, Number one, it's my show. I can do whatever the heck I want. But number number two, like it's also going to be a valuable conversation, right? Mm -hmm. For the audience at the end and and all of that. And 
and I just, I love this, you know, from all the shows I've done, the, the biggest benefit from all of this has been the incredible network of amazing people that I've built and not, I almost hesitate with that word, right? Just like mm-hmm. network. I, yeah. I describe that a lot of times, but it's, I mean, the amount of just dear close friends I have mm-hmm. still from, you know, startup Dallas show, the first show I ever did. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. Like it's almost to the point of, it's scary to think <laughs> I, if I didn't start that show, like, you know, not having mm-hmm. those people in my life, it, they've, it's been that powerful. Have you ever have you ever gotten business from somebody that you've just brought on because you're interested in the person, not not because you think they're an ideal client? Oh yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if, in fact, they I haven't even scheduled their episode yet, but it just happened like last week. Honestly, yeah. like I legitimately like I I knew this person already um, from you know days in Dallas and stuff and saw that he was coaching and consulting and, and, oh, that's, that's awesome. You know, like he's got a book out and everything. I'm going to ha- have him on the show. And I mean, 100% I'm just like, I just want to, I want to talk to him again. And he started to go like, so what are you doing now? You Oh, I need help with this. Oh, let's do this. Let's collaborate on this. And oh yeah, content on this. And, uh, it just happened just like that. And that's the greatest thing, right? You know, these accidental sales conversations, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I don't know whether. I mean, to me, I keep telling people don't focus on making a sale. Focus on having a meaningful conversation with people and see where that leads. Ask a lot of questions, be curious. If you uncover problems or issues that person is having and you have a solution, well, then dig deeper, dig deeper. And if it's appropriate, then you can offer your assistance. And it might lead somewhere. And the podcast is a great way to start those conversations just without that, without any expectation of what might come as a result, other than you've got a recorded conversation that you're going to turn into a podcast episode. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, it, and, it, and you're going to have fun and you're going to learn something from it and you're going to add value to your audience. Those three yeah, things as well. Yeah, it, and it really is strong. And I, and I try to... I, I try to convey to folks that it it really is just a tool and a mechanism for that conversation. And it's just like any other sales or marketing endeavor, it your your intention behind it is everything, right? Like and when your intention really is like just to have that first conversation, just to connect with that other person, then everything is awesome, right? And I I love it because I genuinely, you know, without the recording part, I want to have that conversation, right? I want to get to know that for like, that's why I'm reaching out, you know? Um, but then there's, I like finding a mechanism like this that lets the guard down, right? Because even in a networking thing and you've agreed to it, there's still a little bit of like, okay, what am I coming into? You know, but when we can genuinely jump in, just like you described, because for me and my intentionality, and I recommend for other folks, it's like, whether it's a first sales conversation, it's a networking thing, it's it's a podcast. Like my intention is to really understand that other person, 
what is this value? Oh, you know, dig in deeper on things that I think are super interesting and understand that better, highlight those things. But then also what what you talk about is like getting down and discovering like, oh, what are they struggling with? What's this and that? My intention is just as much to go, oh, you need to meet so-and-so as mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I can help you or not, you know? And that is just fun. <laughs> like yeah, that's a that's right. blast. And, and that's, I've been blessed to have that opportunity now with that network and, and consciously building that network of the podcasters and staying in touch with most of them to be able to say, hey, I'd love to introduce you to this other person that I've had on my show. And that, that immediately qualifies them as somebody that, that they're happy to talk to. And then I'll usually say, you need to speak to them because there's a mutual interest or you've got this problem, they they have the perfect solution or whatever it might be. But introducing them in that way and, and that's the power of that community. Yeah. And and I think I guess that's that's why I, you know, really, you know, this topic was very purposeful with, you know, it's about transforming your business and life because mm. I've been to that part of it. And to me, it's it's this anyway, especially if you own your own business and, you know, it's all just mixed air, right? Yeah. And at least for me, I think it should be in the best possible way, right? Like I'm excited to work with the humans that I'm going to go work with, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my, my friends on the weekend, like there's no difference. Like in that interaction, mm-hmm. those are just amazing people. Yeah. And well, maybe it's a luxury, but- I enjoy it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things you, you mentioned earlier, friends, and there's, there's certainly quite a few friends that, that I call friends now that I've met through the podcasting medium, through being guests on my podcasts, and they've all said, and, and they're spread around the world, and they've all said, next time you're here, let me know, we'll get together, We'll I'll show you around the local sites, we'll go and have a drink together or go out for dinner or something like that. And um, I know there's there's so many different places in the world I can travel to and and connect with those people at a personal level. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing that now Now that we're starting to free up travel again post-COVID. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think you guys there in Australia had it the absolute worst when it comes to lock, locked down and locked yeah. in and Oh my goodness. Got a couple of friends down there and oh man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is that is great. I want to wrap with with really this this idea that you've talked about and how you've you know, you transformed sort of you know, evolved from those first events that you held, mm. you know, based on the show to now this full on community that you're building and really I guess get an understanding of what that looks like. Are there still kind of events within the community, hmm. how much are you directing and guiding that and and what can somebody hope to sort of get out of jumping into that? Yeah, yeah, great question. So it it's still early days, although I think we're, we're over 100 people in the community now. I'm still reaching out to guests that were on the show prior to me launching the community and seeing if they can bring on, uh, come on. The... There will be events, so we just had one in late December and I'm planning another one in 
in February where um, we'll still do those events and I've got some really fun ideas for the next one planned and people still really enjoy those even though they now have the ability to talk to one another at any time on the platform and we regularly connect. In fact, there's a an AI built into it that every couple of weeks it will connect two people and send them both an email summarizing their profile and suggesting that they have a conversation. Um, so that happens without me being there and it's it's led to lots of great introductions. So I get great feedback from that. The other thing that um, I have been doing is asking guests would they be prepared to offer a masterclass for that community? So we're going to start a series of masterclasses within that community from guests in a specific area of expertise. And that that will be kind of like a podcast, but um, with in a, in a webinar format. So it'll be a live audience there of people on the webinar who can ask questions, who can direct we'd like to take it in this direction, not in that direction, um, just to serve their specific needs. And then the third thing I will be doing, and this this will be a key focus this year, is starting to reach out to listeners I've been. I've brought in a few listeners um, as kind of a beta trial, but we'll start to bring in listeners to that community. Now, listener access will have a small subscription fee associated with it but I think the value there is going to be enormous because they'll have they'll have the ability to join those master classes they'll have the ability to join those events um, they'll have the ability to have conversations on the platform directly with a podcast guest so if we have a guest on the podcast I have a conversation with that guest the conversation goes off in this direction but at this point, the listener, that particular listener thought, oh, I'd, I'd really love to branch down that avenue and have that conversation, but that didn't happen on the podcast. So they can jump onto the platform, reach out to that guest and and ask some questions to take the conversation in that direction. And I'm hoping that that will provide lots of value to everybody, to listeners, because they can actually have direct access to those guests on the podcast and learn more. Um, to the guests because it does open up opportunities for them to get business out of that beyond just um, the network of, of the guests themselves and also with the master classes just providing enormous value to everyone. Yeah, I think that's a great, it feels like a great evolution to this this idea of of podcast. Really, you know, and like, especially in and of itself, right? Like an ecosystem of a of a show, really being built out, you know, that goes beyond. You know, you put out a social post, okay, cool, on to the next one. You know, <laughs> hopefully somebody's listening. Hopefully somebody's watching, and to really build that out, and then of course, you know, after I'm sure as you as you dig in with more, especially as you open up the to the the listening audience, the subscription, then it becomes, uh, what are we missing? You know, what what, what would you guys yeah. like to see? You know? Yep, um, and that's the best way to do it, right? Is <laughs> that's right, make it happen, <laughs> yeah, and then take that that feedback in, um, because that's powerful. I mean, that's that's really strong for for both sides. Because as a listener of shows, I would love that opportunity, you, you know, a, a, a lot of times. And then as as a host, I 
you know, I struggle to sort of like, okay, what's next to really build the the mm. listenership, the viewership and and everything and to have that interaction. And it feels, it feels like, you know, when we talk about community online and all of this, I think it get it gets lumped into either how many people you're connected to or mm. how many people are downloading the thing and stuff. And that's not, that's not community. Yeah. So then it becomes, what is it? And I, you know, and I think there needs to be that core place, you know, mm. that's tangible in there somewhere. And I, so I really like this idea. Hmm. Yeah, I'm excited by it and, and looking forward to seeing where it leads this this year with those initiatives. Yeah. yeah, exciting. So who should reach out to you and and learn more and how do they do so? Yeah, great question. Well, first of all, um, my dream clients are business consultants and coaches that operate in the um, healthcare space in the tech, technical and manufacturing arena. So they serve those customers because that's kind of my background and I know there's lots of business consultants and coaches that I've come across in my many years, some of whom were fantastic and didn't have all the resources at their fingertips that they could have, others that were okay, that you know studied all the textbooks and knew what they would, knew the textbook and theory but lacked the practical experience and, and the smarts in terms of applying that experience so um, again didn't have the resources so for those people go to my podcast innova buzz so that's just i-n-n-o-v-a dot b-u-z-z and you'll find the podcast there listen to a few episodes if you like what you hear there then reach out to join our flywell nation community which is the community i've been speaking about you can do that through innovabiz.co forward slash flywheel nation or one word fantastic i encourage everyone to do so dr jürgen strauss thank you so much for being on this is thank you, an Jason. absolute blast yeah i've really enjoyed myself thank you and thanks for, thanks for what you do I, just, I love your podcast too i appreciate that we'll see you all next time Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of this show. If you want help creating authority building video content or even a client generating show of your own, go to medialeadsco.com and let's connect. I'll talk to you soon on the next Strategy and Action.